Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of maker moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind-the-scenes story of a new maker mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running FreemanFurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Maker Mom podcast. On this week's episode, I am talking with Michelle from Artisan Woods. Um, I met Michelle this February at WorkbenchCon. She's super fun, high energy for sure, and just a blast to be around. In this episode, we talk about uh, makers of all kinds, from woodworking to painting to DIY, and life as a mom with three kids and two of them being homeschooled. And we get just into a lot of fun things. There's lots of laughter in this episode, so I will let you get into it. Thank you, Michelle of the Artisan Woods, correct? That is That's the, right, Artisan yeah. uh, For agreeing to be a guest on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we met in person I keep wanting to say last year, but it was actually still this year. I, I do the same thing all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, it feels like it's been a long time already. It, it does, yeah. And we might I am work eagerly awaiting next one. You yeah. are? Like, I'm, I'm like, any other time I want things to slow down because as my kids get older, it seems like things are just flying by. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those things for mama, it's like, come on, hurry, let's get through Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> That's right. And then I know I, I shouldn't. <laughs> I try to stay in the moment as much as possible and enjoy these things, but I'm really excited about it because yes. there are so many more people coming this year. Old friends that aren't able to come and saddens me greatly. Yeah. But there's other people that have messaged me and I thought, I have to go. Mm-hmm. I have to meet this person too. Plus, Anna White, um, <laughs> Izzy Swan. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to actually see maker more maker demonstrations. And I felt like this year there was going to be more on that rather than just the social media side, yep. which I probably should pay more attention to the social media side because that my game is not strong there. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know that I really care as much about that yet. Right. Yep. So for those who are listening who may not be familiar with who you are, can you give a little introduction of yourself? Okay. Well, um, do you want me to start way, way back? or Let's, we'll, we'll, we'll start in the way back in a little bit. Why don't we just start okay. right now with, uh, you know, kind of who you are, what you okay. make. Well, uh, more of a do-it-yourselfer, and um, I do a little woodworking and I paint. I love, right now, I'm looking at doing a lot of painting over the winter. I do not want to freeze my behind off out in the garage (laughs) this winter, and especially since it's looking, it's going to be a little colder this time around. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I homeschool my two younger daughters. Okay, how many kids do you have total? I have three daughters. Okay. Uh, My eldest is attending high school. She's a sophomore. 
And my, my other two are, well, one's 10, the other's about to be 13, and then my eldest will be 16 this next month. Okay. So <laughs> my, my birthday month as well. Yeah. I, just, I made lots of November birthdays. <laughs> you know, that happened in my family too. I am the oldest grandchild. I was born in September. And then my mom and her two siblings were all September birthdays. So, um, and my grandma always says, considers me, uh, cause my mom had me young, but so she always considers me her fourth child. And oh, she said, they're all born, all born in September. <laughs> well, and I, I always say that just means we know what you were doing around Christmas time. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you had to stay warm. That's right. <laughs> there wasn't as much entertainment in some areas. <laughs> That's right. The old, or you say the oldest form of entertainment. Uh, I think the conversation's going sideways now. <laughs> that, that happens with me, though. That's right. We do have to keep this clean. It is a yes, family exactly. show after all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you touched on it a little bit you know, a bit more about your history with learning to paint from okay. your grandma, but what was your, your childhood like? Were you kind of a creative kid or? Yeah, I, um, I'd say probably like everything else, I kind of jump around to what's interesting to me at the time. Um, my dad was a cattle rancher, so I did a lot of wondering. My, my brothers were five and 10 years older than me, so we were pretty well spaced apart. I didn't have any close playmates so I did a lot of wandering through the pastures and I like to I like to draw I like to read um, I like to sing to the cows I did I, I have a I shared this with Wendy a great love of musicals uh, seven brides for seven brothers my fair lady is my favorite in the sound of music so I'm sure my father's cows were well entertained by the sound of music. Um, so yeah, I, um, let's see, what else did I do? I played, I played the sports. Um, that was kind of in our family. My dad was kind of pushed that. Um, it's good for me though. Um, or, or, or else I'm just repeating what he, he always told me. How long have you been dabbling with the woodworking part of Maker? I'd probably two years. I think it's about around about. Um, I believe it, it. You know, time you you forget. Yeah, yeah. I think because I think that's about how long I've been on Instagram. Um, I started Instagram soon after after okay. the, the making. Um, I, I believe Mother's Day uh, two years ago was unless I've got my timeline wrong, um, was whenever I first made something big. Okay. I had made a few little small things here and there, but uh, before that all I had, it was a jigsaw. Mm -hmm. And then um, I inherited my father's miter saw. And it, it actually may have been, I inherited that three years ago. I think I, I took that. Um, my dad died in, uh, five years ago and I inherited a few of his tools and, um, uh, used up till then I'd, I'd use them for my flooring and all that and, and then but I wanted a console table and I couldn't find anything that I wanted in the stores um, especially not something in my thrifty price range mm -hmm. I hate to spend 
$200 for something that's made, not made of wood. Right. Yep. I mean, some of them, and, and a lot of them were, is about kind of all the same. And I thought, well, I may make some, you know, some of the, the Anna White, that, that, those, like most, most people, those were those plants, those and the Chanty Chic were the ones that got me started. Mm-hmm. Because they kind of empowered you, thought, you know what, this simple plan, I, c- I could probably do this. Mm-hmm. So I made one of the, I think the X-Brace console table for Mother's Day. I just asked, I need woods, um, give me wood. And then I got a Craig jig. So that was my Mother's Day present to myself. Mm-hmm. And I put that together. Uh, it's still in my living room. You know, a lot of, a lot of people kind of slam the, you know, the using the construction grade wood for the, these things. And, and, you know, hardwood is wonderful. It, I mean, I love it. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. I would love to fill my home with it. But that is so great for a person on a budget starting out. Yep. They cut their teeth on something like that and made it, that the table. And it, it just, after that, it just kind of got me going. So, yeah, it lowers the barrier to entry to be right. able to. And, you know, and doing the Craig, like I applaud you for trying to work on a project right now that's screwless because to be honest like I don't think I could put even myself like I couldn't put myself into like a fine woodworker category because to this day I use Craig Mm -hmm. jig screws like even if I don't use the jig I use the screws because I'm like I love them they're self-tapping I I don't have to pre-drill a hole I just screw it in and I'm done (laughs) exactly you know, well, it's about time savings for me. Exactly. Um, and I, I may come to a point at this that there, there may be a few screws <laughs> that get put into this thing. Because, um, and, and I, I just, um, this, since it was for a friend and I've got time to do it, I know she really wants it, but probably sooner than it's going to get to her. But um, it, was, it was one of those things I was like, you know, um, I want this to look nice. And I want it to... Um, hopefully, um, last as long as possible. I mean, I'm, I'm not moving up. Uh, I, I have, I'm not, I'm not using construction grade materials this time either. And probably one of the lower forms of the hardwood, it's just naughty alder. Um, but I'm using naughty alder and some, uh, the maple, um, nice maple plywood, um, for it. And, um, hopefully, hopefully it'll turn out into something nice. Um, but, um, no, I, I was, what I was saying about the um, construction grade, I, I guess one of the things that has, has kind of been irking me here lately <laughs> on, uh, on our Instagram, I've come across a few accounts, you know, like some of the meme accounts for, because um, I love memes. And I mean, I, I will send, <laughs> there, there's a few people I probably drive the wall. Uh, now, Veronique, uh, I, I send quite a bit to her because she, she shares my love with it. But I've come across in, in my search things like that and some of the woodworker memes, people being quite tacky towards the Craig Jig users, um, people that aren't fine woodworkers that sell these things. And I thought, you know, that console table is probably two to three years old now. Nothing is twisted. I mean, it wasn't just fine woodworking, but it's level and nothing is twisted in all this time. So, and it's screwed together, screwed and glued. Um, so, I mean, 
It may not last as long as some of the hardwoods, but it's doing pretty dang good for, for what it is. You know, I have a, well, technically I have a dresser and a crib that my great, great grandfather made uh, for the birth of my mom. Like she mm-hmm. had the, the dresser and the crib and then I was raised in that crib with that dresser and, you know, now it's at my home waiting to go to my daughter when she's at that mm-hmm. point. But he had no like, you know, it wasn't dovetail joinery and everything. He did use hardwood. It's all out of walnut, but everything is screwed to uh-huh. like the nth degree. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, and I'm, and right now I'm working on repairing some of it, but I mean, it's lasted, my mom's, you know, nearing 60. So it's lasted, you know, almost 60 years and mm-hmm. still in good shape. So it's like, I, I think to your point, it's more about, you know, he built, just however he knew how to build and I right. think build. And I think um, if and he made something functional, yeah, it's, it's already been passed down to a couple yeah. of generations. And in that, I mean, everything comes down to the person that made it and what it meant, to, what it means to that family too. Um, I mean, it, it may be different people that are mass producing a lot of the same stuff. Um, but <clears throat> For me right now, it's everything that I've made has been mainly used in my family or people that I are, I'm, a, I'm an acquaintances with or friends just kind of around here. Um, so I'm not there yet. I would like to get there eventually. This is, but right now I'm learning and I want to learn as much as I can. I may not ever be a fine woodworker either, but I would like to explore those things because I am fascinated with being able to do the dovetail joinery. I watch a lot of Eddie's stuff um, and, um, and Matt from Pankova. I would love to be able to do that one of these days. And like I said, I'm working toward that. I'm, I'm gathering my tools and things. I've, I've, I've got so much, um, so many power tools. So now I'm kind of edging toward the hand tools and mm-hmm. they're very expensive. They so are very it's, expensive. It's going to take a while till I get to where I can try those things. Yeah. Yeah. But those are goals. Mm-hmm. Got to have goals. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So what was the, like, the first time you used power tools, did it intimidate you at all? Mm, the only power tool that I can... Um, have uh, that the, this intimidated me has been in saws um like i table I've, saw or yeah the like table saw. saw well well now i had for the longest time i had a hate on for my circular saw um until i finally got down to using a um, get my straight edge going on uh, because i would never i have these people that are able just to start cutting and straight cut I'm like how mine's all over the place <laughs> How did you do this? But I, but what intimidated me the most was starting off was just my miter saw. Um, I, I was so sure I was going to cut something myself off. Um, and I've had a few close calls, uh, calls with things like that I probably cut that I shouldn't have been cutting. Um, I'm very conscious of uh, the saws, so I, I'm and being careful. Um, my, I only took the guard off of my uh, my, my um, table saw probably 
a handful of months ago. And um, I think I've had it a year, just about. Actually, I think this is my anniversary with it. So happy one year anniversary, me and Rigid. <laughs> you and Rigid, yeah. Are you guys going to go out on a date or well, I, we may have a glass of wine? We <laughs> have, a, well, probably better lose the wine for the, the table saw or I will cut something <laughs> off. <laughs> so far, the only thing that I've damaged myself with have been my chisels. You know, I'll, I'll smack something here and there, but uh, I've buried the chisel in my finger a time or two. And uh, one time, only one time needed stitches, but so. Yeah, that, that's good. <laughs> I know you and Wendy were having a little competition of who, uh, who I won. get most stitches. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's one of those I wish I hadn't. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I know you kind of touched on it too you know, right now it's not a business. Um, and you said, you know, you weren't sure about turning it into a business, but do you have any goals, do you think, of maybe making your making a business? I, yes, I would. Um, right now it's, it's more of a, um, if someone sees something that I've made and they want it, then I'll, I'll sell it to them, but I'm not actively pushing that. Um, I started off with it, but then when the, um, homeschool, I came about that kind of put a bit of a um, kink in plans and I had to become more focused on the kids for now and since I have so few years left before you know, mine are a little bit older than than a, a lot of others um, which which is odd for me I'm usually one of the younger ones in the pack and and now I'm I'm start I'm up for the, the older ones and my kids are getting older and um, but yeah, I, I don't want to miss out on anything or have any regrets for time spent doing my stuff when I could have been giving more to them. So I, my, my needs kind of come about, I'll, I'll paint after they go to bed. Um, I usually, my day, um, consists of, we have our homeschooling in the morning and then we have lunch and then anything else that, and I make myself available in the house at that time, um, afterwards, after lunch and they, if they have anything else that they need to do to finish up their work, they do that on their own and I'll go out to work for a couple hours, um, before I have to go pick up my other daughter. And then it starts over maybe like an hour before dinner, you know, and, and for me, I may not get Jack done that day any, uh, you know, other than the early morning or the early afternoon hours, because that hour or two after I get my eldest, it's just my, you know, there's so many other distractions because she's my most distracting kid. She likes to tell me about her day. She is definitely a talker like her mama. <laughs> So, I mean, it sounds like you've got a good routine down, um, but it also sounds like the homeschooling wasn't necessarily something planned. No, it was not. Um, it is It is something that we kind of threw around a little bit with my eldest daughter, but she, is, she, she was very much a, a people person. She wanted the activities and, and the interaction with school, but my other two... Um, so my my middle child she um she has sensory issues and and then my youngest um has problems with concentrating as well and in our class sizes getting larger 
uh, when we moved to our town from the south side of Oklahoma City, um, we moved to a kind of smaller community. Well, it has grown so much since then, and schools are we're busting up seams. We've had to build new schools, and it's it's been a lot for a smaller town. So yeah, the class sizes. This the last year before we ended up going ahead and uh, deciding to make that jump. Um, her her class was seventy five percent boys. And very boisterous, and her teachers would teacher would tell me if uh, if she comes home saying so and so was yelling today at at us. This is why. Uh, well, no wonder she's not able to get anything done with with the way she is built. I mean, it it was one of those things. Thought for her to be the best that she can be, be her best self, then she needs a little more help in one on one time. And our teachers are not, we're not getting help from our state. And if the higher ups aren't helping, it, 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 you, have to, you have to step in at some point. And I couldn't do anything to help other beyond what I was already doing. Um, and just the volunteer help, I mean, I can't, I can't do it. Can't do it all. They can't do it all. So I could only help my own. And that, that's kind of like a lot of other things when we, we talk about helping others. You need to start at home and then branch out to your community to make the world a better place. You know, you can, you can help people far off, you know, and influence them, which is another way. But I feel like it starts at home, too. Raise the best kids that you're able to and then help those in your community. and. From there on, it, it's like it goes on out. Oh, so I'm going to consider you more than just like woodworker maker, but kind of uh, maker extraordinaire or dabbler. Maybe we'll call you a dabbler. I'm a dabbler, um, yeah. You're a dabbler. I do a lot of dabbing. Overall goofball. How about okay. that? That works too. <laughs> So, but what's your favorite part about being, I guess, like a maker or a creative? What do you enjoy about that process? Well, I, one thing, whenever I really, I find something that I'm enjoying, um, a project that just really, um, I feel like it's coming together. It, it helps me. I, I work out a lot of problems in my head while I'm doing these things. Um, I'm not completely focused on what I'm doing. I do a lot of thinking, whether it's about my kids, um, things that plan for the future, things that I want to do. Um, it it just helps me get things straight. And normally, I am one that has, I talk things out in order to, like, if I have a problem or something that's upsetting me, I will, which you, you might say vent, but I, I will talk to a person, like I call my mom or my husband, and say, okay, this is what happened. <laughs> Am I, you know, I'm completely off base in understanding this this way, or I'm not quite sure how to do this, you know, and I will talk it out. And by the end, I've arrived at what I need to do. And that's normally how I, I would work out things, which probably um, could drive other people up the wall. <laughs> up the wall. <laughs> but that worked for me then. This helps me now. And then, so 
I do spend a lot of time probably um, either with my kids or on my own, in my own head. And, and people wonder why I talk their ear off whenever I do, when I get to them. And so that is why. <laughs> no, it's probably partly why. Um, but it, um, that, that helps a lot. And it's almost, it's just like a lot of people refer to the woodworking as therapy. That is, that's how it, how it is. You're able to sort things out. And I mean, and then some people, some people may use it as a way to not think about what's troubling them for a while. Maybe they put themselves completely into it. I'm, I'm the opposite. You know, I like to work it out. That's my brain has to work things out. And I have to understand why people do something or say something that they do. Why? There's something, there's not always a satisfactory answer to that. But I like to understand. And that kind of goes back to the curiosity. Um, I'm always trying to be learning. Yeah, I think I think you're definitely not alone there. I feel like a lot of mm-hmm. people in the maker community um, mm-hmm. would say that they're curious yeah. and they always want to learn more um, or how things work. Yeah, you know? yep. So this one is usually the hardest question for people to answer, uh-huh. and that is, "What's your favorite part about being a mom?" Hmm. Yeah, that is a hard um, because there's so many things that. Um, wrapped up and I'm sure it's probably different for everybody too depending on your personality or um but I love the different personalities I I feel like <clears throat> that I've had a hand in shaping and this is going to get me all teared up too thinking about it <laughs> I don't know if you remember at workbench con but I cried a lot a lot of different things I'm an emotional person anyway, but no, this, this is, this is, (laughs) um, I would have had more than three. I was, it's just, each one has such a fascinating personality to me and, and some of the things they come up with, especially, and you should probably, you probably know the little, little ones when they're little, some of the things, the way their minds work, their curiosity and their fascination with the world and that, that's something that I think we kind of lose as we get older. And I hope that being a maker kind of brings some of that back for me. Um, and at times it does. It, you know. All right. So our last question. Oh, no. There is <laughs> more. Okay. There's one more question. <laughs> Thank you, Kavon. <laughs> okay. Do you have any words of wisdom for other maker moms or creative moms out there Hmm. well let's see you know that's definitely hard for me because uh wisdom (laughs) no um i i tend to want to look at the lighter side mostly but i'll um i We'll just, um, a lot of the things that I could come up would probably be things that I, advice I also need to continue to take and not to take things. It, it's hard when you're a sensitive person, but to not take criticism um, too hard. And I know a lot of, now, Wendy's, Wendy's fond of saying be fearless. 
and you 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 do you need to jump in and just try some things uh, my approach is more of slow and easy because whenever i tend to jump in i will majorly <laughs> and then i don't know i sometimes i might not go back to it if there there are so many things that i have screwed up and i've i've set it aside with the thought i'll come back to this and I never have because it, it almost, so I, I'm more of a different approach. I need to just kind of ease into it and try a little bit at a time. And that, and that's with her thing, you know, you, you can't, you know, how do you eat an elephant, you know, one bite at a time. So some of us do really well, just jumping in and learning as they go. And then others need us need to just take it slow and easy and, and, you know, so you figure out what works for you and what feels right. Um, so I think, I think those are good words of wisdom, whether you call them wisdom or not. <laughs> I think it's good advice. It's, it's a lot of common sense advice. I, I yeah. try to look, I just look at things. Um, this, this will sound weird, but I do try to just look at things logically and use my common sense a lot. I may seem like completely cool <laughs> a lot of times, but it's, but I do. I I have a weird two sides with it. It's probably my left brain and my right brain. You know, I'm very analytical in some ways on how things have to be. Mm -hmm. I don't do change easily. Um, I like things to stay as they are um, in some respects. And, um, and then the other side is just like, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> You get a painting, you get a painting, <laughs> you get a chair. <laughs> there you go. Just, just, um, so, yeah, I can, I can be one way for a little while. And so that sounds kind of like a, like, um, I would say, I would say something, but it may, may seem like I would be knocking that. And I, I but a lot of these things that <laughs> you, you could probably cut that out. <laughs> uh, you're going to have a lot of, of cutting to do, probably. Michelle's ramblings. <laughs> that's okay. I, uh, <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's okay. That's, that's just me, and, and I may not be everybody's cup of tea. Is, what is that saying? But I'm somebody's shot of whiskey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or energy drink. <laughs> I think with you, it might be more energy drink. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Can't you, can you not just wait for workbench con <laughs> i know i know i'm definitely uh definitely getting super excited about it though i haven't bought tickets yet um, <gasps> i know again that was michelle with artisan woods i hope you enjoyed the episode as much as i enjoy talking with michelle to make the episode um and of course as always i will include the uh, ways to follow Michelle on social media within the show notes at www.makermompodcast.com. And also some exciting news, especially before uh, the holidays set in here. I have two different versions of Maker Mom Podcast shirts available on my website. I have the link in the Maker Mom Podcast bio on Instagram. If you want to just head over there, hit that link. You can check out the two shirts that are available. I'm going to be putting up 
a couple more, but if you want some uh, something kind of unique for holidays or just because, and you want to support um, this show, I would greatly appreciate that. So go ahead and check those out. Again, I'll be getting a few more options up and available, but there's two up there now. So I will see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe, leave an awesome review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Thank you.